because they realized yeah. that they they were yeah. dope way before we actually realized that actually were dope. So I think that eventually. Yo, what's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy Tito. Welcome to another episode of Maintain the Design. Today we have the founder of Amasiko Brewery, Mzingabantu Sokani. Mzi, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm just happy to be back on the grind. I'm happy that everything is is going back to normal, man. It's been a, it's been a typical yeah. few months for everyone, man. Yeah, I can imagine. How's it? How's it like in terms of being in the alcohol alcoholic beverage industry? Like, what have been the the difficulties in actually like operating as a business during this time? Um, we weren't operating. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a matter of how we were operating. We we weren't operating. Um, I think first and foremost, what was more important was saving people's lives. To, to be honest with you, I think yeah. that that obviously took precedence. Um, versus are we making sales or not? Because, um, whatever business you are in. Um, you 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 will definitely find a way to work through it, but I think yeah. you have to put the business aspect aside and put the human element first because I think the most important thing is is trying to save as many lives as possible through this pandemic. Um, from yeah. a business perspective, we just had to wait it out, bro. Yeah, but yeah, we had to wait yeah. it out. Um, but we didn't just sit and do nothing, man. We had time to plan, we had time to strategize, we had time to think because the first six weeks were a bit of a roller coaster when we launched. Because you gotta remember, yeah. we launched. I think maybe the second, or the first week of November. So the second week of November, Jeez. all the way to like the fourth week of December, that was a mad roller coaster. So I yeah. think I, I think the universe just gave us a chance to say, "Hey, man, breathe. Don't walk before you crawl. Think, plan, yeah. sit back, and then execute." So I, I think it was a it was a, a double edged sword when it comes to a business perspective. It was a double edged sword. Yeah. Thing, um, the fact that we had time to think, we had time to plan, we had time to strategize. And the flip side was um, we're not making any sales. So yeah. either way, I think that whatever we learn from that will give us more more leeway and more strategies and better thinking going forward on how to execute the business in general. So I, yeah. it's, a double, it's a double-edged sword, mate. That's, that's my yeah. No, that's very commendable because, I mean, you know, I don't think most people would, would, would be very doubtful, you know what I mean, to launch um, a business in this, in this industry specifically during the time period that you, that you did, you know. So that's, it's very commendable that you guys actually followed through with it and, 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 and got to where you are now. Um, so can you, can you tell us a bit about your background, where you're from, and, and how you got to be the man that you are today? Um. I, I I was born in East London in in, in, in East Cape. Um, yeah, I, I grew up there. Partially grew up there, I'd say. And then after grade seven, I moved with my parents to London. So yeah. there, I was there literally for the past nineteen years. I've been living there. I literally, I recently moved last year back to South Africa. But <clears throat> yeah, I've always been. I've always been in South Africa every six months, every third month. So I'm. I've always been attached to my home. Right? Yeah, one. So it's not, yeah. I, I've never yeah. lived for more than six months. So that's how yeah. I am still 
I'm still rooted within my culture, within um, my friends, my family that are here, because obviously when you move to another country, it changes you a bit because the support system becomes a little bit different. So, yeah. but you, but on, on, on the other side, you get a lot of independence um, in your yeah. ways of thinking. So, for example, I started working since I was 16 years old, so that gave me a bit of independence. Okay, now you're 16 years old. So when I come yeah. to South Africa, my friends are still in grade 10. So I'm like, okay, cool. There is a difference between um, me being here versus me being in London. It's the, it's, the, it's the opportunities that I've been exposed to that side. So yeah, that, that's but that's that's me and my teens and my twenties. Um, did a lot of um, retail management and a lot of restaurant management. Um, yeah. But at some point, um, I felt that I need to I need to I need to find something that's mine, bro. I need to find something that that I can call my thing and be passionate about it and be driven by it. And it's easy to just yeah. say, "Hey, man, are you actually passionate about beer?" <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> and it's, that's an easy assumption. But the truth is, I yeah. have um, I am passionate about my country. I think that's, that's yeah. the most important thing. Hence the uh, aggressive marketing strategies. Hence the aggressive packaging. Because I am super yeah. proud of my heritage, man. But yeah, you mentioned the packaging, and that's that's one of the first things that I that I noticed. You know, okay. um, when I came across your brand, um, would you say that like there are any creative elements of your personality that reflect in the the packaging of your brand? Um, if I'm honest with you, I think that there are a few that I can identify with. Um, but I, but I, I but I. But yeah. I, I preferred not to make this about me, to be honest with you. So I, I want everybody to be involved. For me, one thing that yeah. resonates with me is the fact that it looks South African in a minor way. You can put any of those lines in any country in the world. And if you know South Africa, you'd spot that's a South, that's a South African um, heritage package on it. So for me, yeah. I, I think that's the most important thing, the fact that it identifies as South Africa. Not from a specific tribe or from a specific yeah. race or specific anything. It just screams South Africa because if you see if you see the Tashik, it screams West Africa, it screams Ghana, it screams Nigeria. You can see it a mile away, bro. Yeah, but, so the reason why we went yeah. for something yeah. like that is because I needed to scream South Africa way for way, 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 way before you even get close to it, mate. And do you think do you think um Africans need to be more more proud and more I don't know whether to use the word aggressive? But intentional with regards to like their cultural currency globally, I, I you know, think, because I think, obviously, I think South Africans, Southern Africans, I think West Africans yeah. are already doing that with their music, with their dancing, with their everything. They they, they are influencing the the world globally. You go to any club, yeah. you hear Afrobeats, bro, whether you like it or not. Exactly. Yeah. So yes, we have we have artists in South Africa that are doing that, are putting the country on the map with their music. But I think we yeah. we're still got a bit we're still got a bit far to go as Southern yeah, Africans. Yeah. Um, to, be, to be honest with you, mate, I, I went to we went to a traditional wedding in, in Eastern Cape. Bro, guys yeah. were wearing like Ghanaian tops and calling an African print, like a lot of guys. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we still got a long way to go. Mate. Yeah, but a long way to go to, to scream about that. So beads, bro, like beads are our thing, man. Like, yeah, our beautiful beads. Why? Why, why do you, you think that? Why do you think that is though? 
to be honest with you, I think coming from your perspective, my perspective, and this is solely my opinion. Um, yeah, I think we, I think us, us Southern Africans, where I grew up at least, I mean, just the way I grew up, we were influenced yeah. a lot by the American culture, the music we listened to, the movies yes. we watched. So our thing kind of disappeared. So definitely, when I grew up, the definition of being cool in the nineties, you had to look American. That was cool. Baggy yeah. jeans, baggy tops, boo boo, in the in, yeah, well, That was cool. But that was an American style. Yeah. yeah well, uh, so we adopted a lot of the American style. But yeah. I think a bit later on, because if you think about musically, only a few artists were doing um, South African, South African music. Only a few artists were doing um, in, in music in actual yeah. Bantu language, besides Maskande and Umpakanda, talking about. You had you you, yeah. had, you you had you had a wrinkle, yeah, one. You had a wrinkle. You had a kind of fuzzy in there, yeah, one. But when the Zaharas came and the Nintendos came, and then then we like actually, yeah, we actually got this. We're good, yeah, one. You can spend a whole day on radio and not even listen to a lot of music. Yeah, Because yeah. I think the way we 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 do things now, we actually realize, like, hey, we're actually dope, bro. So that's and and. Hence, people like yeah. Zeke and say, you know what, I am going to do a beer and, and I'm going to do a side, I'm going to do a gin and tonic, and it'll be South African. And it'll be cool. It will be fully South African and cool. Yeah. Because other yeah. brands come, other beer brands come into this country mm. and make us look cool. So you're cool if you've got this certain import bottle or you've got this yeah. certain beer from US or UK or whatever. Then you look cool and exclusive. Like our own peers don't make us look. Yeah. So it's exactly like that with music. It's exactly like that with clothing. When you wear certain clothing from Europe, you look cooler. Yeah. So, but we have our own clothes. Now. Yeah. We have our own yeah. dope clothes, but we have our own dope music. Yeah. Well. So I think for me that is that is the main reason we are not as loud as West Africans, um, Jamaicans. You see how small Jamaica yeah. is, but Jamaica is a small island. But the influence, but the influence is crazy. Crazy, yeah, but because they realized yeah. that they they were yeah. dope way before we actually realized that actually we're dope. So I think that eventually we'll be as loud as them, if not louder. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my that's my two cents at least. I think I think I think there'll come a point where that's gonna change, you know, and and people are gonna start embracing the the South African heritage more. You know, and wanting to represent it on a global scale, especially in the entertainment industry, the fashion industry as well. I think that will that will change as time goes. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent, and I, and I think I'm I'm really I'm really excited. I'm really excited because during lockdown, people were doing YouTube channels. Yeah. People were cooking their own thing. People are doing their own spices. Like this is a beautiful time to be in South Africa. This is a beautiful time to be a South African. This yeah. Amazing, amazing because. People had yeah. to talk out their skills, mate. People discovered their talents during lockdown. Yeah. So everyone's coming. When I look at my timeline and my socials, mate, I see so-and-so's launching their wine, so-and-so's launching their MCs, yeah. so-and-so's launching spices, so-and-so's launching dukes. So it's like, it's just a beautiful time to, to be here. And, and yeah. I'm, 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 it's I'm, amazing. I'm, I'm young. I'm 33 years old. I'm thinking to myself, I am involved in this transition of, that whole outside South Africa is cooler than inside South Africa. I'm part of it. I'm part of that movement. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, that's that's amazing, bro. It's amazing. It's beautiful to see, and I, I hope that it continues to grow. And you know, you said you you spent um, 
a lot of time in, in, in the UK as well, in London, right? Yeah. So when 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 you when you when you when you got the idea, you know, that you wanted to pursue this 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 passion of yours, were you never interested by or were you never tempted to be influenced by the Western culture in the UK or the European culture when creating your brand? Was South Africa always in mind? No, of course I was yeah. influenced by my environment. I was influenced by my environment. I'm not going to deny that. Otherwise, it would have been a waste of time for me to spend 19 years and not be influenced by that. Um, yeah. the, 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 the attitude of, of the UK... I mean, if I wasn't if I wasn't influenced, I would have done in combo. Yeah, I was I was influenced. I was, I was influenced in the in the aggressive packaging. Yeah, you get, to, you get to the UK and then you see a beer that's the whole package is pink, bro, like bright pink. Yeah, and you're like, that looks mad. Let me try it straight up, like just yeah. in packaging. Yeah. So their their packaging is wild, bro. Their packaging is wild. It's there's yeah beers yellow, beers purple, but inside it tastes like an ordinary beer, but they're just aggressive with their with their with their with their with their, um, with their packaging and, and, and their marketing. So if you if, if yeah, you put Lamasico yeah. on, on on shelves, it sticks out, bro. It sticks out hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Well, so for for me that, that that the influence was definitely that, and the influence was also the beer culture in 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 in, in, in Europe. The beer culture we it's a, it's an afternoon drink a beer. An afternoon drink. Um, it's not a binge kind of vibe. So I also want customers to drink on an afternoon. I want them to drink um, a few before after work. Not before work, sorry, mate. A few after work um, sundowners. Yeah. So it's it's. I, I believe it's how beer should be drank. It should not be binged. Um, yeah. I think yeah. We're living in times where we know binging is just not a good idea either way. Yeah. yeah well, so I think, yeah. and, and I'm not being politically correct, but it's a, and it's a premium brand, and I needed to be dragged responsibly, and I needed to be dragged in responsible places. Um, yeah, and that's that's very very important for me. So even when I'm doing my activations in restaurants, it's always between five and seven, five and seven. The sundown is drink, bro. At twelve a.m., yeah. no one's drinking beer either. We're popping champagne and we're doing all these exciting things in life, like yeah. bottles and blah 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 blah. blah. That's twelve a.m. So mm. I'm an afternoon, I'm an afternoon kind of guy. So that's an influence from the UK. UK yeah. is the culture. After work, we go to the farm and have a beer. So um, yeah. that 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 also influenced me into creating the brand that I've, I've, I've created. Yeah, and you know, most people would say um, that you know South African drinking culture is irresponsible, you know, and a bit erratic. Um, so what 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 did you say the differences are? With regards to like the drinking culture in in in, in the UK and here, uh, I, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't go as far as saying South Africans are a bit of response. People are responsible in general. Yeah, because they are they are. If you if you if you watch documentaries, the guys that go watch football, the Premier League, they're exactly. wild, bro. They're they're wild. They're, we don't we don't do that here, bro. Yeah, we don't, we don't get wild, and no, we don't do that, man. There's, there's gangs that are doing that because they support this team. They all get drunk, and it's messy. Every Premier League game, there are stadiums that are famous for that. So yeah. I don't think I don't think there's one better than the other. But I just think different. We're we're different. Yeah, one yeah. we're different. 
Whereas you've got one group that can have a beer every single day, and you've got one group that can say, I'm not drinking during the week, I'll only drink Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. yeah well, so there, yeah. There's, there's benefits to two, because, for example, if I'm talking about me, I drink every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday. I just yeah. one or two, one or two, one or two. Come the weekend, too, but I don't even have to have a drink if I don't want to. Yeah. yeah well, because I've, all, I've always felt that if you're going to hold on to the weekend, then you're going to go hard. It's like it's like waiting to blow money on month end, too. You're yeah. going to go hard on month end because you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm going out to speak. So yeah. uh, there's, 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 there's just a difference. No no one's better. No one's more responsible when it comes to drinking. Alcohol is alcohol. For everyone Everyone adds a bit irresponsible. They wouldn't have had too much to drink. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah. and really, it's 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 a bad notion that that society always deems like oh, South Africans drink so much or they drink like that. I don't think it's the case, bro. I think yeah. it's our culture. I mean, in the UK, people can go and have a glass of wine and sit by themselves and have lunch. We didn't grow up like that, bro. I live next to my neighbors. If I'm having a beer, yo, chips, I got another beer, so yeah. it's a cultural thing. It's not a matter of responsibility or irresponsibility. So for me, I, I bro. Enjoy something doing it. It's up to you. It's up yeah. to you as a person. It's, it's yeah. not the alcohol's fault. It's the character that you are, whether you are in England, whether you are in China or South Africa. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you said um, when when we, we spoke earlier in the week, you spoke about how fashion, music, and alcohol were all in, interconnected, you know, or it's something that you came to the realization yeah. to, you know, when you were in the UK. Um. How much of that have you seen locally as well, like in SA? Or do you think it's not as much? It's more, bro. It's do you think more, the three, more, do you, do you yeah. think do you think they they they're more interconnected here? They're more interconnected here. Man, I went to this beautiful, beautiful restaurant in Soweto called the Box Shop Lifestyle. Yeah. And I saw fashion, I saw art, I saw music, I saw drinks. Like Yeah. People were there for different reasons, bro. I have not been that impressed in quite a while. I'm not going to lie to you. That place yeah. has so much energy. That place has so much creativity around it. And yeah. I think that they are interlinked. I think they are interlinked. And yeah. With, 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 in the UK, yeah, more so here than I think in the UK. But I, also, I, I, need to give, I need to give myself a chance because I haven't lived here. So yeah. I cannot have a full-on... 100% opinion, this is that, this is that. But as far as I understand, I think South Africa is much more interconnected with their music, their, their, their clothes, their, their drinks. And, yeah. and it's premium, premium sports, it's premium quality drinks, it's premium quality clothing. It's, it's everything rolled up into one. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, that sport, when it's called the box shop, it's in Soweto and Villagada Street, up road. Never yeah. seen anything like that, mate. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. There's a place like that in London called the uh, uh, um, Box Park in Shoreditch. Yeah. It's more of that same vibe, bro. It's more of the same vibe. Yeah. So, fashion, music, drinks, all in one. So yeah. for me, because when you have those things, man, those things don't care if you're black or white, you're young or old. Um, they, they don't care. They if you like a song, bro, we can both be liking a song. And I can be 20 years old, you can be 50 years old. We can like yeah. a song, it's just the way it is. Or yeah. like a t-shirt, you can like the same t-shirt. If I like a beverage, you like the same beverage. How many yeah. people, how many 20-year-olds are drinking whiskey? How many 70-year-olds are drinking whiskey? So that puts people together, man. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. my understanding of it. Yeah. 
And um, just to go back to um, the brand a little bit, um, obviously you have a, a beer asada and you have a, a gin and tonic premix, right? Yes. So how did you, how did you come up? Like when you, when you, when you, when you decided that, okay, I want to have an alcoholic beverage brand, right? Um, where did you get the bravery to be like, okay, let me put three different types of um, beverages on the market instead of, you know, maybe starting with a beer, seeing how that develops and then adding a cider, you know, how did you, where did you get the courage to say, let me, let me put three different um, products onto the market? I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't want to be, I don't want to be categorized yeah. as a beer brand or a cider mm, brand mm. or a gin and tonic. Yeah. I needed you not to know what are they actually doing. Because yeah. next, next year, I'll, who knows, I'll bring sparkling water. So no one yeah. can be surprised. Yeah, well, mm. but if but if you but if your big brands, your big Slovakian brands, the the biggest ones, if they say we're launching some water, I'm like, don't you do beer? Like, yeah, do you understand? So I don't want to box yeah. myself when I pray. I don't want to box myself. Um, mm. I had a lot to choose from. I thought about doing a pale ale. I thought about doing um, a spirit on its own. I thought about doing a ruby cider. I thought about doing all of the stuff. Yeah. But then, uh, but realistically, I'm Jonathan. As much as I've been influenced to try and do things differently, I've also been influenced by South Africa. By hey, chief, we like lager. Don't play around yeah. with any stuff. Yeah. Give us lager. We drink lager. Let us have mm. lager and enjoy one. Give us the best you can. Yeah. And and, and that was it. And I know, I know, yeah. I know people that like ciders like apple ciders. So mm. there's no there's no deeper dark reason behind it. It's just something yeah. that. I know my people, my people prefer an apple cider, they drink cider, and my people prefer a lager, they drink beer. And the yeah. gin and tonic is where we all meet, eh? Male, female, yeah. young, old. Gin and yeah, tonic genuinely, is where we all meet. genuinely. Yeah. And, and, and how much planning went into this, and, and how long did it take for you to actually, you know, plan, strategize, and do everything that you needed to do before launching at the end of um, last year? Because, like, I've, I've worked for um breweries as well smaller breweries in south africa okay. and i know like it's very difficult to get into the market you know because you're competing with giants you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're competing with all the larger breweries that already have a large footprint you know in the country so you know how much how much planning and strategizing went into this before actually um launching and what what did you have to encounter um for us mate it was well, we've been trying to do this for three and a half years now yeah yeah three and a half years had back and forth, we've had different packaging, we've tried, we had a lot of obstacles and obviously the biggest obstacle is money. So, yeah, well, yeah. You don't have enough money. Yeah. Just when you think you do, you need more money. Yeah, well, mm. Story of our lives. Yeah. Um I think I think I don't I don't I don't understand arrogant me, but mm. I don't I don't compete. And I know everybody says this. I don't yeah. compete I I, I go uh, I go where I feel that there's space for me. Yeah, well, mm. I feel like there's space where yeah. I feel like there's a room for me. Then I will go. Um, I, I'm yeah. not selling a beer or a cider. I'm selling more than that. Mm. I know where to buy yeah. a beer if I just want a beer. I know where to buy a cider if I just yeah. want a cider. And I'm selling more than that. Mm. I'm selling a lifestyle. I'm selling the feel-good feeling of holding a South African brand in your hand, a purely South African brand in your hand. I'm selling yeah. the look and feel of the product. I'm selling mm. all of that. That's what I'm offering to 
by consumers. Yeah. Like I said, if I want beer, I know where to go to. If I just go and buy cold downstairs and be okay. But if I want more yeah. than that, I get dressed, I look the part, I buy the part, I feel the part, and I feel good about myself. So mm. that, that, that's so if the, the way the way I, I always put it, it's like you can wear a jersey from any store and you'll be warm. Then you'll wear yeah. a jersey from a certain brand. Yes, you are warm, but you ain't rocking that good one in the house. You need to get out mm. and feel good about it. Yeah, those are the aspects that I that I'm that I'm, that I'm trying to cover, and I don't think anyone's doing that. Hence, I was trying to create my own market. Yeah, because if I go and compete against peers, I'm going to lose ten. So mm-hmm. I don't try and mm-hmm. compete, but I try and create my own market. I try and create my own lane. Yeah, and see how that works. Yeah, and and how's the how's the feedback been so far? Have you been happy with the feedback? I've had consistent feedback. I've had consistent feedback. Mm. Um, not for, for 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 my point of view, and it sounds like a very biased thing to say. But people understand what the brand is. Yeah. People understand what the brand is. People understand the purpose of the brand. What are we here to do? So there's, mm. been, a, there's been a tremendous amount of support behind the brand. Yeah. An incredible amount of support behind the brand. Because they understand yeah. what we are doing. I've had great feedback about how the drinks taste. At the same time, I always tell everyone I'm having I engage. I like to engage about the brand. Is that it's yeah. very challenging to discuss someone's palate. It's very challenging because you might like shampoos and I don't like shampoos. You might like mm-hmm. ciders, I might. And so it's very difficult to engage on someone's palate because you're, you're practically discussing the opinion. So it's a bit yeah. challenging sometimes, but sometimes you can engage and find middle ground. But I think for yeah. me, the response has been overwhelming. And to mm. think that we just launched this a few months back, it's incredible. And I, yeah. I'm really humbled. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I'm really humbled by the support that I'm getting all over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now that's that's really awesome, man. And like, okay, I don't know, I don't know about you. I'm the type of person like when I start something, I like taking things as they come. You know, obviously, there's always a long term plan, but I just like taking things step by step. You know. Okay. But where where would you say you want to take this like long term? Have you thought about that, or you know, are you are you are you taking things you step know, by step? You know, I I had really thought about that before I launched the brand. Yeah, I know where I wanted to go, but bro, like things are happening differently now. Things are happening differently. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of mistakes I've made that I've got to fix. That I have to adapt to to this, this, and that. But I but I but I'm gonna be brutally yeah. honest. I need this brand to represent the country. That is that is the highlight of my mm. vision. I need you to land in an airport somewhere yeah. in Munich or something like that, and you see it at the airport. I need it to. I need mm. everyone to understand this is here to stay. This is going nowhere. This is the brand. Yeah. This is a South African beer, a South African beer made in South mm. Africa by South Africans, owned by South Africans. That I need. I need yeah. to scream that top of my lungs as loud as I can all day every day. My vision is for everyone to hear yeah. that message. That is my long-term plan. Everyone to hear that message. Mm. Wow. And 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 at the moment, obviously, you guys are selling. You're selling the product online, right? Yes. Well, um, are there any plans to to sell it like in in store as well? Yeah, definitely. We're we're on top of that as we speak. 
we're on top of that as we speak. Yeah. We're, we're currently knocking on doors as we speak. Um, that's the next step. We wanted to do that in January, but that was all plans for January. So obviously, for obvious reasons, we couldn't do that. So now, what is happening? So now we're trying our best to get into retailers. That is that is yeah. the next six months. Let's focus on getting into retailers because there's more yeah. demand than I could have anticipated about this brand. So yeah. I need to get it out there 100% because I understand that not everybody wants to order the brand online and wait for a few days. Some people understand, yeah. some people want it, some people yearn that. So for me, it, mm. I need to make it easy for my consumers and make sure I'm available everywhere. So obviously, mm. that's, that's, a, that's, that's a process. That's, that's years yeah. of work, never. Mm. But um, mm. with, with support of Abantu, people taking pictures and posting it, it makes it, it the brand grows. The brand yeah. grows. So now when I go to your big liquor brands, I'm like, yo, man, this is what's happening. This is where I am. This is where we come from. This is where we're at. It's easier. But yeah. at the end of the day, uh, I can't do much about it, bro. It's 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 the support that you guys are giving me. That's how I move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah well. For sure. For sure. Mzi, thank you so much for, for, for coming and speaking with us. Um, before you before you go, can you let the listeners know like um, where they can find you on the so on social media, the the brand, and how they can purchase it as well? No, no worries, man. I, I do really appreciate you taking the time, man, to speak to me. Yeah. and I've enjoyed I've enjoyed our thirty minutes together. Thank you, thank you very very much, mate. And I want to yes. thank everybody that's listened to the podcast, everybody that's sharing the podcast. I really want to appreciate your support, and I know you want to keep supporting the brand. You must keep supporting South Africa in general. So I do really appreciate that. We are yeah. available on amasicobrewery.africa. If you go online, it's an easy website to use. You will get your your product within the three working days. Um, also, we're available. You can contact us on our Instagram. It's called Amasico Brewery. And yeah. also on our Twitter, we are Amasico Brewery. And Ditto on Facebook. It's going to be mm -hmm. Amasico Brewery. So, yeah. guys, thank you very much for listening, man. This has been really, really great. Thank you very much.